talking we're talking about life this week. And it's many, many mysteries. Why don't you solve the mystery of how people can hear you by getting a little closer to the microphone? How close do you want me to get? Maybe not that close. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Chase Lounge. <laughs> You've met us for another week. This is Cricket. And me. And who is me? Me. Who is who is me? Me is me. Me is me. Me is me. Me is Tom. <laughs> no, you get... not you, me. Okay, well, you, you is Tom. Yes, I are. And me is Cricket. Yes, you is. <laughs> Apparently, this is going to be a terrible podcast. This is starting off awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had an interesting weekend this weekend. I was not looking forward to this weekend at all. No, you were not. I was. I thought it was going to be fun, but you were you like gently dreading it. Having ten teenagers in a small apartment was something I was not, not looking forward to at all. <laughs> but it worked out a whole lot better than you thought it would. It did. I actually, I was really enjoying it. Just seeing the kids all just kind of doing their thing, and it, it, I enjoyed seeing them all here. I really did. I don't think we had ten. I think we had nine. Almost. That's almost ten. That's almost ten. But nine, 15, and 16-year-olds, uh, 14 and 15-year-olds. Yeah. All together in this apartment. <laughs> this is not a big apartment. <laughs> so even just you saying that, you were talking about us saying nine is almost 10, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something on TikTok that made me laugh. It's like, you know, so my wife will go out. And she'll spend sixty-two dollars and fifty cents on something, mm-hmm. you know. And she'll say, "Well, it was just barely over fifty bucks," <laughs> and, you know. And then later on, I'll go spend sixty-two dollars and fifty cents, and she'll be like, "What did you almost spend a hundred dollars on?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, really?" <laughs> Speaking of going and spending money and spending less than you thought you did. Um, I took Parker to Goodwill this afternoon to get him some pants, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> we came home with two pairs of jeans and one pair of khakis and one pair of slacks, um, and uh, we only spent $25. Nice. I was like, that's awesome, because if we had gone to like Walmart or like a clothing store or something for the very same thing, we would have spent four times that. Dude, I didn't realize how big of a warehouse Goodwill has here. Mm-hmm. It's massive. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it. I had to go over there the other day. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Well, just think about the number of, of Goodwill outlets we have that you can go shop at here in the city. It's a bunch. And they have to keep all that stocked. Dude, they, they, they could fill up. You could, like put in those clothing racks mm-hmm. and all the racks you could take out everything out of our big super walmart and it would easily fill that store up wow i mean there you know like like we used to work at the poultry those big the big combos we use for trash sometimes mm-hmm. they i probably there was probably areas that i went in that probably had not to exaggerate or over exaggerate, I'd say probably at least it probably had close to about two thousand of those in there. Jeez. I thought you were gonna say fifty or sixty. No. I mean it was And when it we, was crazy. I didn't know there was that much in there. And I walked in and I was just like I was dumbfounded. I was like, Holy shit. 
<laughs> in case you don't know what a combo is, it is a big round box that fits on a pallet. That a regular is anywhere. forty-eight by forty inch. Yeah, regular pallet. forty. Yeah, and they can be three feet tall or they can be five feet tall. These were like the the five foot combos. Yeah. Yeah. God dang, that's a lot of damn clothes. Well, it had a it had a bunch of different things in it, you know. Now, some of them were, like, junk ones because mm-hmm. I saw, like, tags on them that says unmatched shoes or unmatched mm-hmm. this, unmatched that. You know, stuff that they would just have to get rid of. Yeah. But. Can you imagine being the person that sorts through all that stuff? Because I know when we take stuff to Goodwill, we just load stuff into a trash bag from directly from the closet, whether it's got a match or not. Yeah. And we take it down to Goodwill. So, all that stuff has to be matched up. All that stuff has to be well, does this go with this? Do you have the shoes? Do you have, you know, and can you imagine that, that being your job and that's all you do all day? They had about 20 people and they're just going through stuff. Well, I know that Goodwill, um, they, um, they employ a lot of people who have trouble finding employment other oh, places. Yeah. Um, they employ a lot of disabled people. They hire a lot of ex-cons. A lot of felons that can't get jobs anywhere else. Uh, now, granted, Goodwill doesn't pay very much, but if you're having trouble getting a job, it's it's a good place to start. Something is better than nothing. Something is better than nothing. Yeah, and we we went through that whole <laughs> can't find a job <laughs> bullshit. We went through that for a while. That that's rough, and I. Yeah, because a lot of places I hired, I tried to hire, like, filling applications and shit for, it was just, I got a lot of overqualification. Yeah. You were overqualified and they didn't think you were going to hang around long enough to make it worth your while. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, people don't talk about stuff like that, too. You know, they're like, oh, we'll just go get a job at McDonald's. McDonald's will not hire you if you have a degree. (laughs) Because they know you're of, not going to stay. You know, not to be a burger flipper. You know, they're they're, they're just they're just not going to do it. And that was that was one thing that my parents told me. I don't I don't know if I ever told you that or not. But my parents told me uh, asked me one time why didn't he just get a job at McDonald's? And I was like, he's tried. <laughs> like we tried everywhere, and it just it just wasn't there. But but anyway, so this weekend has been fun. Um, yep. We. We made cupcakes, and we made... What else did we make? We had a charcuterie board. You're going to make me a lemon pie later. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make you a lemon pie later. Um, we Oh, um, Aaron made uh, sliders on Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. Little turkey sliders. They were really good. And um, so uh, we're, we we did that, and then I can't remember what all else they made. Um, but anyway, it was a lot of fun. They watched movies in, in Aaron's room. And, and uh, Parker had a couple of friends over, and they... Do you know what Omegle is? That sounds familiar, like it's, I should know. Yeah, so it's a chat app or, or website that you go on to, and when you log on to it, it matches you up with a random person, and you can chat with that person. Hmm. So it's a random chatting app, and you can either video chat or you can like text chat with that person. And so they were on Omegle all night last night, like screwing with people. <laughs> They didn't go to bed. Parker and his friend didn't go to bed this morning until 5 a.m. Yes. And I felt so bad because I can't. I came out of my room this morning. At, I don't know about 7:30. I guess I got up Maybe. about 7:30, about 
And I, I was going to come in here and, you know, sit down on the couch and watch some TV and, you know, probably take another nap because <laughs> that's what I do on Sundays. And I couldn't because my couch was taken. <laughs> <laughs> I remember walking in and go, ooh, Sarah's going to hate that. She's not going to like it when she comes out and... But you know what? That's fine. If he wants to have friends over every single weekend and they take my couch every single weekend, I'm I am fine with that. Because yeah. because I enjoy the fact that he's got friends that can hang out with him now. Yeah. And his mom was his mom was real sweet and she said that uh Parker's able to uh come over to his house whenever he wants and you know, she'd bring her kid back over here and so yeah. The good deal, and I, I was talking with, um, I was talking the the girl that I took home this afternoon, Aaron's friend that I took home. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking with her. I, I'm I'm trying not to say their names because right. I don't know, you know, I don't know if their parents want their names on here. But <clears throat> um, I was talking with her, and I was like, well, you know, if you guys want to have a, a sleepover every weekend, that's fine. And she's like, yeah. She said, I guess that would be fun, but I kind of see them all the time. <laughs> oh, Aaron. Yeah. I was like, well, I guess that I guess that makes sense. You see them literally every single day in school. You don't want to spend every single weekend with them, right? You know, it's fun to do that occasionally, but you know, sometimes you just want some time to yourself. Give me a break. <laughs> so, I, I guess this was like a was it a Halloween party? I mean, it was, but it wasn't. We didn't do like well, the kids did costumes a little bit. Yeah. But we didn't like have like decorations everywhere or anything like that. We but we it was kind of like a little little Halloween party for yeah. the weekend. They made Halloween inspired drinks. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. It was like a green drink with like sugar on the top, but it was like black sugar. They like they sugared the rims of yeah, their so glasses. That's what yeah. I'm about. Uh, well, that's what I mean. It was it was funny watching them make these little mixed drinks. I'm like, man, you put some little vodka in there, you got something going on. <laughs> right, let me have that. Hold on, save some room for a little bit of the little bit of that rum we got. <laughs> Ooh, I bet that rum would have been good in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I took a drink. It was like, mm. <laughs> and uh. Oh, what what was the other thing that they made? Oh, cookies. We made Halloween-inspired cookies. Yeah. That was fun, too. And the the dogs were just all over the place because they were getting fed stuff all throughout the baking process. Yeah. And so the dogs were just up everybody's butts all weekend. Especially anytime anybody went anywhere near the kitchen. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Anybody went near the kitchen, it was like them dogs were right there. (laughs) It's like, hey, you got something else for me? You got something else for me? But like every animal in this house got played with this weekend. The ferrets got out for a little while. The cat has been just, she's been in hog heaven. Yeah. Because she, she's been played with all weekend. So this is, this is, this has been a fun little weekend. And then we're going trick or treating on Tuesday because that's Halloween. And I'm not sure how many of these kids are coming back over here to this house to trick or treat, but we are apparently taking everybody trick or treating. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. Well, I'll definitely want to go with that because anytime we have other kids around and we're out somewhere, I like to go mm-hmm. to kind of help being responsible for them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not that I'm not responsible for them. It's just an extra set of eyes. Yeah. Also, we went by that house 
last not last year but the year before last because we didn't trick or treat last year right um the kids did stuff with their friends but the year before we went by that one house and they had um beer for Adult the parents trick or treaters yeah <laughs> they're like here have this solo cup i'm like yes please yeah <laughs> <laughs> i may have i may if we go by that house again i may have to uh jump off the wagon for a minute yep because <laughs> i've been good i since 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 last week or since i said something last week i have i have not had anything and ha- honestly hadn't hadn't really missed it so but you know it's like we talked about last week that is not my addiction no that is not what i have to deal with i've, I've got so many other addictions that don't involve alcohol <laughs> yeah so many what's one more yeah, no kidding. Well, this one makes me feel bad, so I don't want to have it. Yeah. Maybe if I was 25 again. Yeah. And I could handle the hangover. But hanger, hangovers after 35 are... Whew. Take a toll on you. I think that's putting it mildly. And and the older you get, the harder it is to recover. And it, I, talking about TikTok, I saw a TikTok. I don't know if you've seen this guy. He's a guy who does the the millennial versus Gen X versus Zennial versus Boomer. He does the skits where where it's each of the the groups talking to each other. Oh yeah. Um, but he was talking about it was Gen X and millennials were getting ready to drink, and the Zennial, the Gen Z, was sitting there trying to figure out why they were preparing so much. He's like, "Why do you have so much Gatorade?" He's like, "I'm just trying to get ready." <laughs> <laughs> they had like Gatorade and extra water and like all this other stuff and, and Advil and and you know just everything Advil. was everything was all ready to go but and they had to pregame with all of this uh Gatorade and Advil before they could start even thinking about drinking. And I was like, yeah, that kind of sounds like <laughs> <clears throat> Oh my goodness. Um so can I talk about something sad? Uh, quickly. It'll be very quickly. Matthew Perry died. Yep. Yeah. And that he he passed away last night, and that that actually hurts. That actually hurts, because I'm a huge fan of Friends. He's my favorite one, you know. And uh, watch me cry. <laughs> but it's it's very sad. They they found him in a jacuzzi. In a jacuzzi at his home, and it doesn't look like there was any drugs involved. It doesn't look like there was any foul play involved. It is very, very, very likely that because of the fact that he lived so fast and hard for so long, because he he was addicted to alcohol. Um, he was addicted to I don't know what kind of drugs, but a lot of different drugs. Um, to the point where he says he doesn't remember shooting season three of Friends. Like, he doesn't remember any of it because he was so whacked out. And, you know, he he lived very hard and very fast for a, for a long time. And then he got clean. And he's been clean for probably two decades. But when you do that much damage to your body, you know, the, the of course, they're going to have to do an autopsy and, you know, figure out what what exactly happened but it's very very likely that his heart just gave out that's what happened to carrie fisher yeah you know she was doing so good for so long and had been clean for so long but the damage that she had done to her heart was just not something that her heart could handle and um well, Matthew, i caught up to him 
Yeah, Matthew Perry was, was he 50, 54? 54 or 55. He was 54. And uh, that's, I'm sorry, that is super young. That's like scary young. Yep. Yeah, so sad, sad news for anybody that liked Friends even a little bit. But that's yeah, all. I saw a scene that somebody put on TikTok about that. It said, but this scene said that this scene from Friends really hits different now, and it showed Joey in a chair mm-hmm. watching TV. And I guess Chandler, yeah, had went some off somewhere, like moved out or did something else, mm-hmm. and he started laughing at whatever was on the TV. And he looked over at the chair that Chandler was always sitting in out of habit, and the chair was empty. You know, so so that whole scene hits different now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You're going to have to talk about something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I said, this one this one hurts. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of celebrity deaths that I can sit there and be like, no, I'm fine. You know, it's whatever. I didn't know this person. And I didn't know Matthew Perry, but that's, it just. Yeah. You know, it hurts. And plus him being so young and, you know, it was just kind of weird and kind of sudden. Okay, well, here's something for you. Change the subject. All right. You're talking about pets a while ago. Mm-hmm. Did you know that in Switzerland, it is illegal to own a single guinea pig? You, you cannot buy one. Do you have to buy two guinea pigs? You have to buy two because a guinea pig is considered such a high social animal that if you decide you want to go buy a guinea pig, by law, you have to buy at least I think that would be a good law with anybody because I had no idea that guinea pigs were social. Yeah. Where do they live in the wild? I don't know. <laughs> I've never gone guinea pig hunting. Do they live in New Guinea? Either New Guinea or... Where's Old Guinea? I don't know. Where's Old York? I know. There's got to be an I'm Old gonna, York. Hang on. Okay. Is there an Old Guinea? Talk about something. I want to find out where guinea pigs live in the wild. <laughs> um... Okay, here's another animal fact for you. Okay, dolphins, right? It does not live in the wild, but it is most likely derived from the Andean montane guinea pig found yeah. in Peru. Okay. Okay. So dolphins. All right. You know, they water. They can hold their breath for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know that a sloth can hold its breath longer than a dolphin. Really. So the dolphin has to come up for air like every 10 to 15 minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. So the sloth can hold its breath. It can slow its heart rate down. It can hold its breath like up to like 40 minutes. Really? I did not know that. I didn't either. thought it was cool. So if you throw a sloth in the water, they're going to be A-OK for at least 40 minutes. I, I mean, I wouldn't try it, but I how would do assume. They, how do you test how long a sloth can hold its water? Do you hold it down to the bubble stop? Hold it, yeah. Bubble stopped at 41 minutes. 40's the max. <laughs> Bring it up. <laughs> like, I mean, how is that something you test? I don't know. <laughs> Do you have a timer on it? Be like, okay, hold your breath. Now go. And like, start the stopwatch. And like, I don't know. Um, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> what am I hearing? It's the rain. Oh, it's the rain? Yeah. It's probably, you can probably hear it on the microphones too, because I can hear it through mine. Yeah, I can hear it through my headset. I was just hearing that too. I was like, 
Like that sounds like something's boiling. Sounds like somebody cooking bacon. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't smell. It's not bacon. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can hear anything, that's that's the rain outside. It's been raining for two days. Yeah. Weather's finally starting to get cold. <clears throat> yeah, it's supposed to get real cold tonight. I don't know too. Like with the changing of weather, you know how like uh, metal expands and contracts off of heat and cold, right? Mm-hmm. When it gets cold, it contracts, and due to thermal whatever, it expands. Okay. Like when it gets like really hot in France in the summertime, that the Eiffel Tower during the summertime is, they have recorded it being as much as sixteen centimeters taller because of the thermal expansion. That sounds fake. I'm just saying. That's it what grows? I saw. That it, it expands. So it grows. It grows. Francis erection grows. Yeah. <laughs> and when it gets cold, it shrinks. <laughs> See, that's like the one I saw too. Is like this this lady was scratching this. Uh, what's what's the big turtles? The big ass turtles. The tortoise. The tortoise was like rubbing on his neck, and it's like he like stretched his head out real far as she was rubbing on his neck, like because he was enjoying the neck scratches. Uh-huh. And it cut to another guy. He's just like, I know the feel, man. You know the feel. <laughs> <laughs> this is something I didn't know about tortoises. Speaking of tortoises, did you know that they can set up PVC PVC pipe cages that have brushes on them? And those tortoises will come through and they'll they'll scratch their shells on these brushes. I didn't know. They have nerve endings in their shells. Really? Yeah, because that's a turtle is not living in its shell. It is, is the shell. shell. Yeah. And the shells, like if you if you were to touch the shell of a turtle, it can feel you touching it. And and I, after I found this out, I, I remember I was at work and I, I saved a box turtle from crossing the road. And, and there was no good place to take it. So until I had a chance to take it where it needed to go, I just brought it up to work with me up, up, at, uh, up at the airport. And uh, I remember stroking its shell and it would like, shudder against it. Like, it didn't like me doing it. And I could tell it didn't like me doing it. So then why'd you keep doing it? I didn't. Once I figured oh. out that it didn't like it, I stopped doing that. Oh, okay. And, but, yeah, they can they can feel you, like, messing with their shells. And they like, like the big tortoises and stuff, they like the feeling of those brushes on their, on their, stop. They like the feeling of those brushes on their, on their shells. Hmm. Thank you. Poor dog loses his toy every weekend for at least an hour or so. Well, if he wasn't so damn squeaky with it. <laughs> this thing had, at one point, 13 squeakers in it. It's probably down to about, what, three? It's, it's down to about six. Oh, okay. See, and, and two of those six don't work because he's gotten he's gotten a little squeaky Holes part out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Parker. I have, I'm here. Parker has arrived. I have. Well, thank you for joining us. Let's see what else is going on. Ah, I got uh, bored, so. MLB Ooh. postseason. Uh, yeah. Rangers and Padres. Yeah. Uh, uh, D-backs, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, I can't support D-backs. a team that calls itself the D-backs. It's just too close to the D-backs. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Diamondbacks. And the series is tied one game to a piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rangers barely came back and won game one. And then the Diamondbacks 
put a whooping on them in game two. Really? Yeah. I don't remember what the final score was. Uh, let me see. I mean, Did they play it, again it, tonight? It's almost as bad as what the Dallas game was today. Well, the Dallas mm-hmm. game was 35-17. to 17. No, it was not. What was it? It was 43-20, to 20, I think. 43-20? to Let me check it. Hang it on. was pretty bad. Uh, game two. Yeah, 43-20. to 20. Diamondbacks won 9-1. to 1. Goodness. And Mr. Garcia was 0 for 4. <laughs> Good. I want to root for the Rangers. I really do. They're a Texas team, and honestly, my heart is there. But <sighs> Garcia is such a fucking prick. And I hate him so freaking much that it's it's just destroying my love of Texas teams, and I, I I'm having trouble rooting for and and I got it. Somebody <clears throat> tried to give me the business on on Facebook when I said something about not not wanting to root for Texas because because of Garcia. They're like, why you don't like him just because he celebrates a little? And I'm like, no, I don't like him because he celebrates a lot. There's one thing. He acts like a he, jerk. He, he over-celebrates. I don't see how that dude doesn't have a permanent bruises and knots all over him because... Oh, if I was a pitcher, I'd light him up every time he was at the plate. <laughs> or, or like you said, you light up one of his teammates and then point at him and say, this is because of you. Yep. And let, and let... Let him hit his home run. Let him celebrate and do all this stuff. And the next guy up, you drill his ass. Because you don't even have to say anything because everybody in that is going to know mm-hmm. why you hit that person. So control your teammate. Yeah. Because, okay, look, you can do a, a simple little jog around, around the bases once you hit a home run. That's fine. You can celebrate by pumping your fist in the air. You can jump on you can jump on home plate when you make it all the way back around. Like you can do those things. That's not that big of a deal. But what Garcia did in the game against the Astros that I saw is he watched the ball go out of the, go out. He held his bat. He walked halfway no, down. No, he strutted. Well, strutted halfway down the first base baseline. And then when he got about halfway down, then he starts going, yeah, yeah. And then he threw his bat, and then he jogged around the bases, making sure that everybody knew what a good, what how awesome he was. Yeah. Like, do one of those things. <laughs> Don't do all of those things. Just, just one of them is fine. Or, or be like, be like Altuve, who fucking acts like he's hit a home run before. Yeah. Who hit that one that gave him the lead? And you, well, you would have known that home run gave them the lead. You'd have thought it was just, no, just another day. No big deal. Yeah. You know, just ran the bases, went in the dugout. Hey, good job. Now, you hit the game-winning home run, celebrate. I get it. Celebrate with your team. That's awesome. But if you're still in the game and you have not won it yet, you need to fucking act like an adult. Quit acting like a little toddler. That's all I got to say. But the Dallas game was a was a rout today. <laughs> they played the Rams. They they won forty three to twenty. They were up by 
33 points in the second. It was 33 to 3 in the second quarter. In the second quarter, 33 to 3. So they at least slowed down the second half, but good gosh, that's just embarrassing. There was an interception that was run back for a touchdown. There was a safety that led to a touchdown in the first half. Um, Just a bunch of just terrible mistakes by the Rams that came back to bite them. And uh, Dallas just played some good football today. They just, they really did. They just played some good football. They were, they were where they needed to be when they needed to be there. And they got the ball rolling. I see how well <clears throat> Prescott actually did. 304 yards with four touchdowns and one interception. Mm-hmm. He's not throwing as many interceptions as he has in the past. Well, not as many as he did last year, but last year was, oh. Last year it was every third pass was an interception. Led the league in interceptions and missed several because he was injured. Mm-hmm. But um, what I'm thinking that we're going to do today. Oh, real quick. I want to talk about the little AI thing because I think that was really cool. Yeah, go ahead. I saw an article about they're using artificial intelligence to detect whether or not a person has diabetes. Uh, They're doing some testing on this AI program or whatever that they have made. And... They said through the testing right now, it's at uh, 90% accurate that they can have somebody go up to this program, machine, whatever it is, and talk to it for 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. And in 10 seconds, that machine has been 90% accurate of going, yes, diabetes, yes, Mm -hmm. diabetes, not diabetes, yes, diabetes, or whatever. I mean... I think that, that, that's that's pretty freaking cool. That is really freaking cool. It's that really is, impressive. That is insane. Yeah. I don't even understand how that would work. But when you were telling me about that, uh, you know, I, I'm wondering if if that's how, like, if that's how dogs pick up on stuff. That's what I'm thinking because when you mentioned that about how dogs can pick up, and it did say that there was a sound or something that comes out of a person's voice or whatever when they have diabetes that the machine is picking up on. That's so weird. And it's got it, it has to be, and, it, and I didn't, couldn't figure out how that, ha- how that worked, but then you mentioned something about how dogs could hear different things, and that's why I'm thinking this has got to be tied together. It's got to be. But that, that I, I wonder if they can, like, <clears throat> knowing that certain things can be picked up from your voice, I wonder if they're going to be able to check for heart disease, uh, check for um, stomach problems, check for cancer, even. Mm-hmm. You know, because if they if they can, they may be able to. Yeah, if they can, if they can test for something, you know, like diabetes. I wonder if there's more more to other stuff than that. I feel like it'd be really cool if you could just have like an all-in-one robot talk to it for a little bit or like it just runs through a couple tests and it could tell you what's wrong with you going through like tons of different things that could be go- could be going wrong yeah i think that would be really cool i mean would th- i wonder if that would like surely that wouldn't make doctors obsolete would it no because that the robot, doctor would still have to check behind it yeah 
because it still could be wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have a. It would be really good to have a secondary. Well, checkup. you gotta you know? think. You gotta think if this if this robot is correct ninety percent of the time. I wonder what your average rate of correctness for diagnosis by a human is. But if if you're if you're going through and you're telling the doctor, okay, well I've got this wrong and I've got this wrong and I've got this wrong, well we think it's this. Like what it, you know, before they do the testing, like what is what is the rate of getting it right? Cuz it can't be that high. Unless it's something obvious. Oh, your arm fell off. Okay, well that's how, what we're going to diagnose you with. <laughs> you know? I don't know. So if they come in, they're missing an arm and a leg. The doctor say, "Oh, I know what's wrong. You must have just bought a house." <laughs> in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for the la- I think for the last half of the show, I think we're gonna do some fun stuff. Okay. If that's okay with you, we're gonna do um, some "Am I the Assholes?" Because yeah, I covered everything except for Stingy Jack. Do you want to tell, talk about Stingy Jack? No matter. Let's talk about Stingy Jack, and then we'll do some Am I the Assholes. I just hope I remember the story correctly. Well, you want to look it up? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, <clears throat> all right, listen to this one. This is Am I the Asshole? Um, am I the Asshole for showing up to my sister's birth dressed as a fairy? What do you think? Just based off that title, what are you thinking? Probably not. Okay, I didn't hear it. What was it? Am I the asshole for showing up to my sister's birth dressed as a fairy? I don't think so. We've got one. I don't think so. Am I the asshole for showing up to my sister's birth? Like the birth of her sister? No, 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 no. no. The sister was giving giving birth. birth. Sister was giving birth. Uh, is this person male or female? Female. I'm Holly. I'm 26. My sister Haley is also 26. Anyway, my sister gave birth to her sons Hudson and Anthony last month, and she had decided to make me godmother. We both loved the Fairly Odd Parents when it came out in 2001, and I thought it'd be cute to show up in a fairy costume. I glued wings to the to my back and made a floating crown out of some wire. Haley thought it was adorable and said she loved it, but my husband was not amused and said that I was acting childish and I'm a grown woman who shouldn't be playing pretend. He, I thought he was being dramatic, but a month later he still thinks I embarrassed him in front of the nurses. So am I the asshole? No, I don't think so. I wouldn't like, think they were, so. They were just having fun so. with it. Yeah, she was just having fun being the fairy, the fairy godmother. Yeah, because she's the godmother to the kids, so of course she she was just having some fun. Yeah. So yeah, um, she says she says I think I was right because I got a lot of compliments from the other residents in the waiting room and the nurse in the sisters room said said she thought I looked cute, but I do understand how it might have been a bit embarrassing for my husband. So I'm just wondering if I should have left that for a visit. I don't think so. I think her husband sounds like. He's a wet blanket. (laughs) 
I think I think her husband needs to get over it. Yeah. Yeah. Her husband needs to learn to have fun. Getting mad over a costume. <laughs> okay, I found the story. Okay, so this is Stingy Jack. It started. Okay. It says a long time ago in a village in Ireland lived a drunkard <clears throat> named Stingy Jack. He wasn't held in very high regard. One evening, Satan overheard the stories of devious of, of the devious deeds that Jack had done and decided he must go claim this fellow's soul. Okay. okay? Uh, when Satan came to collect him, uh, Jack said, hey, you know, at least before I go, let me have one last drink. All right. And that was okay. That's fine. Then he said, oh, crap, I don't have money for it. And he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin just so he could use it to pay for the drink. Uh, the devil, he managed to do that. But then he, instead of paying for the drink, he put the coin in his pocket next to a crucifix, mm-hmm. which trapped the devil there. Right? Okay. The devil pleaded with him, hey, you got to let me out. got to let me out. He said, okay, I'll leave you. I'll let you out, but you got to leave me alone for 10 years. Right? Okay, so the devil finally agreed, let him uh, not to bother him for another 10 years. Uh, 10 years came about, and he came back up, and then he said, hey, now it's time. I'm taking you back. He said, well, can I have one last snack before I go? And the devil said, okay, sure. He said, well, I really want one of those apples. Let that be my last wish. And he said, would you climb up there and get it for me? So he convinced the devil to climb up the apple tree to get him an apple. While he went up there, he put the crucifix on the base of the tree. So then at that point, the devil was trapped in the tree and couldn't get down. And he said, okay, well, if, if you'll do this, you'll, you know, if you'll leave me alone, I, you know, I won't mess with you anymore. You know, don't come back from my soul. I'll let you down. The devil agreed. Okay. So then later on, Stingy Jack dies. Uh, but when he died, because of his deeds... He wasn't allowed in heaven. Mm-hmm. But because he made the deal with the devil, hey, if I let you out of this apple tree, you'll never come back to claim my soul, the devil couldn't take him either. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of stuck in this little purgatory thing. And as a punishment, uh, the devil uh, made him carry around a burning coal in his hand. And he got tired of the burning coal in his hand burning him, so he stuck it in a he, he stuck it down into a turnip. And the people would supposedly see this turnip floating with the burning coal sticking out of it. And that's how they said it. That's how it turned into people making jack-o'-lanterns and carving scary faces into them so they could put a light inside, like a candle or something inside of it, because that was supposed to scare Stingy Jack away because apparently Stingy Jack would, would go around and was trying to find someone... He could, because he was real crafty into talking mm-hmm. people into things. He was trying to take, he was always trying to go up to people's houses and make them, try to talk them into holding the, the turnip for him. And, and so, so he wouldn't have the coal anymore. So he wouldn't have the coal and the turnip. And so people started putting those up there to scare away Stingy Jack. That's cool. But that's I thought that was kind of neat. That know, is neat. Convinced the so devil that's how to turn started. So then that's, that's how Jack Lanterns supposedly started. I like that. But I thought that was neat. That's a nice spooky story for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought so. 
Fuck you, Jack. Get away from my house. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the asshole for saying that I won't be my sister's caregiver after she has surgery? <laughs> the problem with these is there's always missing context. <laughs> yes. Because, okay, let, let, let's think about this for a second. All right, so say... The sister was this person's caregiver after they gave birth. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you know what? Thank you so much for this. When the time comes, you're having a kid. I promise you, I'm going to be there. And then they back out on it. Or is it a situation where the sister is always taking advantage of a? I don't know if I say gullible, but just maybe a nice person. Yeah, taking advantage of someone. Well, let's find out. Let's find out. In January, my sister is having rib removal surgery. She is going to America because no doctor in our country will perform that type of surgery for non for cosmetic reasons. She will stay there at first to recover a little bit before she returns. However, she will need to take more time to recover when she gets back. <clears throat> she has asked if she can move in with me so I can be her caregiver. It would be for up to four months, although she said it could be longer and she doesn't know the exact timeline she said our parents can't do it because of their age and the fact that they moved into a building with people who are over 50 this year she thinks that i will be the perfect caregiver for her because i'm a critical care nurse i said no for one my place only has one bedroom also i spend all of my time at work taking care of people i don't want to do it in my off hours the hospital i work at is busy and my shifts are long i don't want to do work at home too My sister is angry because she says if I don't do it, she'll have to pay for nurses and caregivers, and they will be strangers. Does me refusing to do any caregiving for her and saying it is not my problem make me the one who's wrong? That's a big... That's a big ask. Big ask for someone to do. Mm -hmm. Because you're... That's an awful large burden to expect someone to do for you and it kind of sounds like now of course we always only know these stories from one point of view but it kind of sounds like the sister was like oh yeah you're going to take care of me during this recovery yeah it wasn't a question of hey do you mind hey is it okay if i move in with you it kind of sounds like the sister was like hey i'm moving in with you while i'm recovering by the way yeah and i like the fuck you are (laughs) that where are you gonna stay i got one bedroom dude you ain't getting my bedroom. I ain't going to get on the couch for you. Tell you what, you need help, I will come by on my way home from work and I'll check on you. But that's where that's going in. I don't have room for you. I'm sorry. And, and she, she's upset that she might have to pay somebody else. So she's expecting the sister to do this for free. Well, the way I see it too, okay, apparently this person has the money to pay for somebody. Because she's going to America to have She's traveling to America to have cosmetic surgery. Select, ele- is it elective surgery? Mm-hmm. Elective, elective surgery. Elective surgery. And then traveling back from America. After having convalesced there for a little while to recover for part of it. So apparently this person's got some money somewhere. Because that ain't cheap. Mm-mm. And come, look, look, 
we may have the best healthcare hmm. in the world. It is also the most expensive in the world. Yeah. You're not... If, if you want to have knee surgery done, do you realize it is cheaper to... It is cheaper... Yeah, I see that. Um, to book a plane ticket to Spain, have knee removal, have knee replacement surgery in Spain. Replacement, not removal. Yeah. Have knee replacement surgery in Spain, recover from it, and then come back to America. It is cheaper to do that than to actually have the knee replacement surgery done in America mm-hmm. with insurance. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Universal health care. <laughs> Pardon me. It's so expensive here, though. Ah. Think about it. Because, like, like, I know I think we talked about it before, even like with uh, my oldest son when he went to okay, Japan. Hey. The oldest son went to Japan. He said he'd like to, you know, he wants to travel back. He's just got to save up the money for the ticket there and back. So what about when you're there? And he goes, dude, it's so freaking cheap here. Mm-hmm. Cause like I don't know how many how many yen he said it was, but he said that some of the the guys that he he met while he was there, and some of the group I guess not just guys they went to a bar, right? And he said it was like a almost like an all you can eat buffet, but it was a bar where you paid by the hour. Mm-hmm. You can drink as much as you want during that hour. And you paid so much yen to do that. Mm-hmm. He said that converted to less than 12 American dollars. Mm-hmm. And you can drink as much as you want in an hour, and it's 12 bucks. That's like two beers here at a bar. <laughs> Depending on where you go, it may not even be two beers. Yeah, I mean, it'll be like crazy. a beer and three quarters. All right. <clears throat> I mean, that's just, oh, it's just crazy how much shit is here. That's because all your your lobbyists want shit to be expensive for their people. They're paying them to do that. Am I the asshole for yes. re- oh. for refusing to pick my son up from his mom's? Okay. With the little context that we have, yes. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going off the little context that I've been given. I'm going to go off the little bit of context, and I'm going to say from a personal thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Apparently, these are separated parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to assume that these were formerly married people. Okay. That divorced, and there's... Child custody, child custody court appointed arrangements. Mm-hmm. Okay. And say if in these arrangements it says that one parent is supposed to, okay, when their visitation starts, they're required to come pick up the child. Mm-hmm. When their visitation is over, they're required to drop that child off at a certain time. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's what this situation is going to end up being. (laughs) And that this mother is the one that's required to pick up the child and return the child. And the mother probably has something else that she wants to go do or needs to go do. 
and says, you need to come get your kid or come get the kid and be like, no, you're supposed to have the kid back here by 6 p.m. It's not my responsibility to come back and pick him up or her up. It's your responsibility to have them here. So that's what I'm going with. Okay. So what we got? My son is 13 years old. All right. His mother and I divorced when he was five. So far, I'm right. And he came to live with me when he was nine. Okay. The divorce was highly acrimonious. She falsely accused me of abusing her and the children. I spent thousands of pounds on solicitors to get a visitation. She fought me on everything and said she wouldn't give an inch on anything beyond what the court order said. Once that process was over, she could no longer use them to hurt me. She got bored. Her relationship with him deteriorated quickly and became borderline abusive. He wanted to live with me from the start, but when he was nine, she basically demanded that he live with me because she didn't want him there with her anymore. I was happy for that to happen, and everyone has been better off since. My son doesn't like visiting his mother. He thinks she's mean to him and doesn't want him there. Despite everything I do, I can encourage him to go and behave well when he's there. Unlike her, in very flexible, in very, is very flexible when she can see him, I'm happy to allow her to have him whenever she wants as long as she tells me a few days in advance. She's supposed to have him every other weekend, but usually she just sees him once every three to four weeks. Sometimes she will arrange to pick him up and then no-show, and this makes him feel like he doesn't, she doesn't want him. She lives about a three- to four-hour round trip away, depending on traffic. We used to split the journey between pickup and drop-off. However, I have a chronic pain condition, and drive, driving for lo- prolonged periods of time can cause it to flare up. So I've refused to split the journey anymore. I've said he can catch a train. He's old enough, capable enough, and is happy to do so. I've even offered to pay for the tickets. Also, the train journey is much shorter, about 65 minutes. She says I'm being an asshole and forcing her to do all the driving because she doesn't want him to catch the train. She said I'm doing it to make it more difficult for her to see him. I'm not, but I'm also not willing to be flexible about this. I should also add that this isn't the first time we've argued about this. When we first separated, she had cheated on me and got pregnant with someone else's child. She told the judge she was unable to drive when pregnant, so I was forced to do all the driving for seven months, and she didn't care how difficult that was for me. Am I being the asshole? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was right. So no. Or I could I could have answered that one. Chuck Testa. <laughs> I don't think he's being an asshole at all. The kid is thirteen. He can ride the train. Thirteen year olds ride the train all the freaking time. Now I understand the mom not necessarily wanting him to ride the train because as a mother, that's you know that's. But that's not the why. That's not that's, why the mother doesn't want him to ride the train. <laughs> Shut up, dog. That is that is not her reasoning at all. She's being a, she's being a bitch about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we tried to get your ex-wife to meet us halfway occasionally when we lived in Waco? Yeah, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, she refused to do that. And she tried to make it as hard as possible for us to get the kids. <clears throat> Let's see. Lie to them to get them to come home early one summer that still pisses me off. Let's see. Damn, that made me so mad. <laughs> I mean, it didn't make me mad that the kids... I mean, you know, the kids decide they want to go back home to her, and that's fine. But to say, hey, y'all come home early. I'll take you to Schlitterbahn. They agree to come home early, and then it's... Oh, well, we don't have the money to go. Mm-hmm. And she did that to him more than once. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah. 
we were supposed to have Devin for the entire summer, and she she made him she got him to come home two weeks early from the summer, um, because she told him that they were going to Schlitterbahn, and then she that's when we that's him. when both of them were there, mm-hmm. and they only they were uh, Mallory was only going to stay for two weeks, mm-hmm. and she convinced them both to come back after a one week. What mm-hmm. is Schlitterbahn? It's a water park water in park. Texas. Ah. It's like a like roller coasters with water, water slides, lazy river stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. Mm. It's a lot of fun. But am I the asshole for not wanting to get together with a girl after she body shamed me? No. Why would you want to get with somebody that body shamed you? <laughs> I, twenty three and male, went out with a girl, twenty one and female, after she DM'd me. So I and the girl were chatting for two months, and then she asked me out for a dinner. I'm currently not looking for a relationship, but I said I'll give her a chance because I really like her. So they've been talking for two months now. We chose a not-too-fancy restaurant, so I wore a pretty casual clothing, a baggy t-shirt with baggy jeans. I usually wear this type of clothing because I'm not yet feeling confident enough in my body. She showed up 20 minutes late with a full face of makeup and a really fancy dress. She looked around with a disgusted face, and her face got even uglier when she saw me. She sat down at our table, didn't say anything for ten minutes. I finally got the courage to ask her, is there anything wrong? She finally looked me in the eyes and said, you look more muscular in your pictures. I was pretty devastated after that. I've been working out for two years now, and I'm seeing the results. I have pretty seeable abs, and I finally don't feel like the slim kid at summer. This woman destroyed my little amount of confidence that I've been building up for two years in just one sentence. This may not sound like a big deal, but I left the date immediately. She texted me two days later that she likes me, that she wants to get with me. I said, obviously not. Some of her friends are messaging me saying that I'm the asshole, but I think that I was pretty fair. What do you think? I still think that they're not the asshole. I don't think he's the asshole at all. No, because it, you know, she clearly had a thought in mind as to what she was going to see when she walked in to see this person, and he was disappointing to her. And she made it clear that she was disappointed and made him feel bad about himself. Yeah, she can be disappointed to her friends. Don't be disappointed to the person in front of you. <laughs> right. But he said he's been working on his body for two years, and he's finally getting a little bit of confidence, and she just took that away from him in one sentence. He is definitely not the asshole. No. Well, it's like you, you mentioned one day, too, and I never thought of it this way. When you, you're going to the gym, you're doing this, you're trying to get better, and you're still not just happy with yourself, but then you got to really – and you, you made the point that how you are right now, you are someone else's body goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, of course, me, my biggest thing has been my stomach. Mm-hmm. I hate the big, but it's gone down a lot. <laughs> and you, and, you and, have shown so much progress. Oh my gosh. I'm and, so proud of you. And I, I, I can feel that I'm starting to tone up. I think my, you know, I don't think I've gotten like, like bigger, but sometimes I feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel stronger. Uh, just like, okay, like the other day, uh, one of the panhandlers, I gave him some money, right? And when he walked up, I was I was about to sneeze or something. So I wasn't, like, trying to flex, but I was trying to do like that. And the guy walked up and he goes, 
damn, bro. He said, damn, bro, you got some big old forearms. I hope you don't ever hit nobody. You're going to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> and he, can, he, he reached over and, like, touched my arm. He's like, God dang, I can get my hand. Yeah, don't be hitting nobody. You're going to kill somebody with them things. <laughs> I said, and I ended up calling back over because I found some a couple more dollars in my in my thing. Now that may have been a ploy. I don't care, but it made me laugh and made me feel good. So I was like, "Hey, come here." He's like, "What's up, man?" He said, "You ain't gonna hit me on them things, are you?" I was like, "No, nah, dude." I said, "Here, I, I realized I had some more money in my ashtray thing, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to give that to you too." <laughs> so, oh wait, oh, sorry, I had to do that once. You had to do that for cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> what? Cardboard always comments when he knocks his vape over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, I heard the, I heard the fall over. <clears throat> but yeah, talking about going to the gym and, and getting better, you know, feeling better about yourself. I actually, I, the way I lose weight is really frustrating because I lose weight all over my body at once. I don't lose it from a specific area. Yeah. So it's really, really hard to see weight loss on me because my entire body is either getting bigger when I'm gaining weight or my entire body is getting smaller when I'm losing weight. Mm. So I can't say, okay, my waist is smaller or, hey, this is, you know, because it's all getting smaller and, and it all looks proportionally the same. But... I had my hands on my hip, or had my hands on my waist the other day, yesterday, and I was standing there talking to your dad, and I had my hands on my waist, and I was like, holy crap, I'm smaller. Like, like I can feel it. I can finally start to feel it. And <clears throat> I've still got a squishy belly, and I'm probably always going to have a squishy belly, but, you know, it's, it's like you said, you know... It, you are somebody's goal weight. So somebody is going to look at me in a crop top and be like, man, I wish I looked like that. Now, there may be 10 other people that are be like, ugh. <laughs> but there's that one person that's going to look at me and go, that's my goal. That's what I want to look at. And so I'm okay with that. Um, Let's see. Oh, here's a good one. <laughs> are you listening? Hang on one second. Yeah, I'm listening. Okay. Am I the asshole... Because of the reason for breaking up with my girlfriend. And I have a teal deer, if you want me to read the teal deer, or do you want me to read the long, lo- longer story? Teal deer? What do you mean? The, the t- cliff note version. Okay. Wait, wait, what was, the, what was the, the premise again? Am I the asshole for my reason for breaking up with my girlfriend? I don't think so. If you're not happy, you're not happy. It doesn't matter. Here's the two, here's the two long didn't read version. And then we may go into the longer version. All right. Friend got cheated on. My girlfriend said the cheating was okay. I don't like cheaters or people that defend them. And I broke up with her. People are calling me an asshole now. Not at all. <laughs> well, I mean, if... If that's a hard pass for him... I mean, okay, you're defending someone that's cheating, and you said it's okay, so apparently you think it's going to be okay if you cheat on me later. So I don't think that's the kind of relationship I want to be in. So I'm going to go ahead and cut ties now, and why waste more time on you? You want me to read the story? 
How how long is long? It's not it's not long. It's not like super. Well, long. no. Well, your definition of not super long and my definition of not super long is completely fucking different. Because like you'll read me stories sometime. Seven paragraphs. And after about thirty seconds, you're done. You're still talking, and I don't have a fucking clue what you were saying because I've already tuned you out. Yeah, and you don't have ADHD or anything, do you? I just I'm just sitting there. I'm like, <laughs> and you're not looking at me, and I'm doing the whole. Fuck it to the end, or if you keep doing it, and I'm just like, I, I, my mind is off somewhere else. I, I I lose interest after about thirty seconds. So if it's a super long story, maybe it's, pick some pop, pick some high points out. Give me some cliff notes. All right, here's a little backstory. My friend Chase started dating his ex Melissa a couple years ago. Melissa introduced me to my girlfriend Jess. Okay. All right. Two months ago, Melissa was caught cheating on Chase. After they broke up, Chase and I had been talking about it, mostly to vent and to clear his head. At home, I've been mentioning that Chase was pretty beat up about this and asked why, why Melissa even cheated in the first place. Jess gave a couple of reasons that Melissa had given and even agreed that they were valid. It was silly stuff like, he spends too much time in the garage, he barely makes time for me, I felt like we were distancing. Okay, then call it off. And then yada yada. Anyways, because Jess was defending Melissa's cheating, I was kind of getting thrown off. In my eyes, there's almost no reasons to cheat. Breaking someone's trust like that is borderline evil. I told Jess it wasn't okay to defend a cheater. She doubled down and said that if Melissa felt like Chase wasn't giving her enough attention, that she was justified in finding it elsewhere. For the next couple weeks, the idea that Jess was okay with the cheating kept bothering me. If she's okay with her friend doing it, then what's stopping her from cheating on me? I tried talking with Jess about it a bit more, but without any resolution, I decided to break up with her. I could not see myself with someone who's going to defend a cheater. Not an asshole. Nope. At least they're not married. Yeah. I don't get why people cheat. If anything, you just break up and then go to another person. Because cheating... Because if you do that... It's fine in the eyes of society, but cheating then puts you like the lowest of low. Mm-hmm. That's the, I'm not definitely the for, ideal is to break up first. For like, sure. I'm not much for like social standing and keeping mine up and whatever, but cheating's on like a whole different level. Because mm-hmm. it's just as simple as going up to them saying, "I don't think this is gonna work out," and I'm leaving you, and then moving and you on. can go on yep. with your life. Yep, you're right. And that's entirely fine. But if you're cheating on them behind their back, that's an entire break of trust and just makes that person that you're cheating on feel like shit. Yeah, you're right. Am I the asshole for giving my niece the birthday present that she asked for? (laughs) I have a feeling it's going to be some entire... I'm going to say this is some kind of... uh, (laughs) it's an asshole move to the brother or sister because apparently this is something that this child wanted Uh, for whatever reason the parents said no and this person's like I don't give a shit what your parents that's like you know like when you have friends or family that have kids you buy them toys for Christmas you buy them the loudest fucking toys there is you know (laughs) Just to agitate the shit out of the parents. Right. Get them a drum set. Yeah. So I'm thinking this is something along those lines. 
Let's I'm go. Gonna, I'm going to say it's oh. something like the child asked for something. They got it, but it wasn't this it wasn't exactly what they were hoping for. So now they're like super mad and whatnot. So you're thinking it's an entitled <clears throat> child. Yes. They got all pissed cuz they didn't didn't get the like the little like the the the, the little rich kid that didn't get the the, the 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 really nice sports car just got a regular sports car. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it re- I'm thinking of it sort of like this child who broke their phone because they didn't get the right case. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the case was like one shade off of what they were expecting it to be. So that's what you're. So they broke the phone. So you're, you're, I'm going. You're going with entitled kid, asshole yes. kid that doesn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And okay. you're going with fucking with the parents. Yep. <laughs> this week, my niece turned six. When I met her last before that, I asked her what she wanted for her birthday. She asked for a Barbie, but not the original Barbie horse with a doll. She knew exactly which one because it kind of looks like the horse in her riding class, and the doll kind of looks like her. Nothing was pink. Riding class? We already know we're dealing with some little rich kid. Horse and doll look natural, and the doll is not an adult and wears riding clothing. The brand is a local German brand. I asked her if she already had asked anyone else for it, and she said she hadn't. So I bought it and gave it to her. When her mom freaked out and took it away, I didn't even understand why, but the niece was really upset, so I tried to talk to my sister-in-law. She was very angry at me because I did not ask her if, it, if, it, if I am allowed to give her such a toy. That Barbie is only sexualizing little girls and she doesn't want to support that franchise. She did not want to talk about it and the party was over. Am I the asshole for giving the niece a toy he, that she wanted? So we were both wrong. I, I don't think there's still an asshole because... Well, it depends though. There's still information missing. Is this person that bought the gift... Do they know that that's the parents' views on Barbie? You know? That seems like that would be pertinent information to have. Yeah. I mean, now, if this person knows that this parent does not want, thinks that way about this toy, then you have to respect that person's wishes and not buy that kid something like that that you know is going to, that the parents don't want this child subjected to because it's, that parent's decision, not theirs. Like, you don't buy a fundamentalist child a Cabbage Patch doll. Because those are evil. Yeah. And if you know that about them, don't do it. But it kind of sounds like... It kind of sounds like maybe Uncle was finding out after the fact that Sister-in-Law was so locked down. Yeah. Just kind of the way that he, he describes this. I didn't even understand why, but the niece was really upset. Sister-in-law was angry at me because I did not ask her if I'm allowed to give her such a toy. So this is clearly not something that he's would was, have, aware of. was aware of. Well, see, like, my ex-wife had people convinced, was telling people that I was an asshole for ruining part of Alex's Christmas one year. And... That's because the year that we bought him that Game Boy mm-hmm. thing, whatever brand it was at the time, I don't remember. Yeah, it, it was a Game Boy. All right? Yeah. Uh, and she had, after that, had said that she was planning on getting him one. And I told her, I said, well, I'm 
I'm already getting it. I've already ordered it. And she told me not to because she was already going to get him one. But I'd already, we'd already ordered the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Because he said that's what he wanted. Right. And she, I had to, and she, see, that was the year I had them. I was going to get them Christmas afternoon. Mm-hmm. And the weekend before, we asked them, both of the kids, if they wanted to open up one of their presents early and let them pick one out. And he picked out that one. And so because he got his Game Boy from me before she got the Game Boy from her, she was pissed because he wasn't all super excited about it when he opened up the gift and it was the Game Boy. Mm Mm-hmm. And she said, I was purposely trying to ruin part of his Christmas morning for it. It's like, no, that's just, he wanted it. We got it for him. It, yeah. you know, it's we just asked him what simple. he wanted. He said what he wanted. We got it. But she was a whole, be- whole bitch anyway. So that <laughs> Fuck her. Am I the asshole for asking my ex to stop spending money on his wife and start spending it on his kids? That look on your hold face. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> that went everywhere real fucking quick. Woo! Okay. Again, but a little bit slower here. Am I the asshole oh. for asking my ex to stop spending his money on his wife and start spending it on his kids? There's some... Okay, so... <laughs> this lady has kids with this man. Mm-hmm. They're split up. Mm-hmm. And now he's newly married. And mm-hmm. now he is spending all his money on things for his new wife instead of spending money on their kids. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I understanding that correctly? That's, that's what it appears to be. So <laughs> is she the asshole... We're telling him to stop spending so much money on his new wife and start spending more money on their 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 kids. Mm-hmm. Whew. I don't know. That's a tough one. I have to hear more about that one. I've been divorced from my ex-husband for six years now, and I have full custody of my two boys. I wouldn't say the divorce ended on good terms, but I'd say that we managed to keep it civil in front of the boys, which means they didn't, but that's another story. Anytime you think you've kept it civil, you haven't. You haven't. <laughs> After the divorce, ex-husband moved into a new neighborhood, better than the one we were in, and then found us a house in a nearby family-friendly neighborhood. It was expensive. It was more expensive than our original rent, to be honest. But the arrangements was that I would pay half, and he'll pay half. After he got married, he told me that paying his share most months would be difficult, which turned all mo- which turned to all months, which turned to me paying the rent all on my own. This put a lot of stress on money for me, and I barely save any money during the month, if at all. X got married a couple years ago, and since then he has also been cutting the money he sends to the boys by half. I talked with him many, many times, and if he is not planning to send the same amount that he usually does, just to let me know so I can make arrangements and sort out my financials accordingly. However, 
Lately, he has been promising my sons a new room for each boy, and then going back on his words, telling them that, quote, your mom doesn't think it's a proper time to get the room now, or promising them a trip during their summer break only to tell them, quote, your mom didn't approve. When I confronted him about it, he told me that he's embarrassed to tell them that he doesn't have the money to do so because for the third time this year, his wife wants to redecorate the house. All this, plus my boys are treating me differently for not or not being happy to be around me as usual, uh, made me snap on him the last time he called me, telling him that if he didn't spend all his money on his wife, he'll know how to pay for his kids. This made him tell me that his household financials is none of my business, which is true, and that I'm ungrateful for the money he sends and selfish to ask for more as if that money is spent on myself and not his boys. I could care less about his spending habits, but I just want him to pull the weight he promised from the beginning and stop giving false promises to the boys and then blaming it on me. Am I the asshole? He's wrong for the false promise and blaming it on her. <clears throat> I could see her frustration, but it's almost sounding like she's also... Like, I don't care that you've moved on with your life. You still got to support me. Mm-hmm. A little bit. And, and it, it makes me wonder. She says, uh, she says English is not her first language, so I don't know if they live in America. I'm ass- let's just assume that they are. It kind of sounds to me like maybe there's not a custody agreement in place. And maybe she should go to court and get one if she feels like he's not shouldering his part part of the burden with Mm -hmm. the kids. But, I'm sorry, why would you divorce somebody and then expect him to pay half of your rent? Like, I don't understand that. That doesn't even compute to me. If I'm divorced, if if you divorce me or I divorce you or however this is going to go down... You're not paying my bills, and I'm not paying your bills. We are two separate households. You're going to take care of the kids until they're 18. You're part of it. But that's where that's where it ends. Like, I, I can't even imagine what I, as a new wife to you, would have thought had you come to me and said, Hey, by the way, just to let you know, I'm paying my ex-wife's car note and I'm going to continue paying my ex-wife's car note even after we get married. And I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right? <laughs> are you crazy? Are you an insane person? No. So it, it kind of sounds like maybe sh- there's some entitlement on both sides here. Yeah, I was kind of dead center because one of them was making false promises constantly which is kind of just an asshole thing to do mm-hmm. and the other one's asking for a lot yeah now this one I have to read you and you're just going to have to stick with me on this one because holy shit. yeah you're going to have to stick with me on this one God. so I'm, I'm going to need you to I'm <laughs> I'm going to need you to turn your listening ears on <laughs> I don't even know how to comprehend what I just saw. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Uh, hold on, I gotta concentrate on what the hell. She, is it means this is gonna be a long one? A little bit, but you, it, you just ri- ride with me. It'll be worth it. It's ride with wait, me. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just. It doesn't yeah. matter. Oh. Just go. 
Jeez, <laughs> I'm starting a timer in my head, just so you know. Am I the asshole for showing my girlfriend what having a baby would be like? What? <laughs> Do you have any any pre-thoughts on this one? Am I an asshole for showing my girlfriend what having a baby would, would be, be like? like? God, that could go so many... I mean, did, did, did he make her watch a birthing video? Having the baby? Or is it like showing her what it's like being, to have a baby by like taking in a relative's baby for a while so she can see what it's like? Or did he run around in a fucking diaper and shit himself and act like a baby and make her fix, change him? Could be any of those things. I mean, this could go anywhere. So so a few days ago, my girlfriend asked me if I would be interested in having a baby. I said I'd be open to the idea, but we'd have to weigh all the pros and cons so we'd know what we would be getting into ahead of time. For instance, the impact on finances and physical and mental health. When I mentioned the impact on mental health, she disagreed and argued that having a baby makes people happier in the long term. I agreed that while it might be the case in the long term, having a baby decreases a person's mental health in the short term. For instance, by impacting sleep. Getting the right amount of sleep is one of the biggest factors in a person's mental health, and babies are extremely disruptive to sleep patterns. My girlfriend didn't believe it would have that big of an impact on mental health, so I proposed an experiment. On average, babies wake up once every two to three hours needing food and attention, so I would set an alarm to go off every two and a half hours throughout the night, at which point we would have to get out of bed and occupy ourselves for 20 minutes before returning to sleep. My girlfriend agreed. Just to increase the realism, I downloaded a sound file of a baby crying and set that as the alarm tone. The first night was hell. (laughs) (laughs) The anticipation of the alarm going off made it difficult to fall asleep in the first place. Waking up to the alarm tone of a baby crying was miserable. It happened two more times after that. The next day was awful. It was hard to pay attention at work. My temper was shorter than it usually is. All I wanted to do was go back to bed and catch up on lost sleep. But in the back of my mind, I knew that we, it wouldn't be possible because the same thing was going to happen that night. And it did. The next night was just as bad as the first one. My girlfriend and I were bickering and snapping at each other. The third night after the second alarm, my girlfriend called it quits and we canceled the experiment. After we caught up on lost sleep, we could have and could have a conversation without biting each other's heads off. I asked my girlfriend to imagine that with an actual baby. You just can't get out of it. You're stuck for months and there's nothing you can do. I said I was still open to the idea of having a baby, but she said she was less interested. (laughs) (laughs) The next day, I got a call from my girlfriend's mom. She said that my girlfriend told her what happened and that I was a cruel jerk for doing what I did. What? He didn't force her. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I agreed that the experiment was rougher than I intended it to be, but I didn't do anything out of cruelty and I didn't do anything that she didn't agree to ahead of time. I just didn't think she understood what she'd be getting herself into. Girlfriend's mom said that I was being, quote, too analytical and that I was an asshole for ruining her daughter's dreams of having a baby. Honestly, I do feel really guilty. I didn't intend on ruining her dreams. I wasn't trying to change her mind. I just wanted her to understand that a baby impacts sleep and sleep patterns and that impacts mental health. Maybe I'm being too analytical, but am I the asshole? Nope. No, they agreed to it. Yeah, they agreed to it. Beforehand, all consequences were on them both. And it sounds like the girlfriend told Mama that the boyfriend probably forced her to do this. It kind of sounds that way. I think she's the asshole. I think Mom has been pressuring... Ooh, cool. I think Mom has been pressuring Girlfriend to have a baby. And Girlfriend went to Boyfriend... 
What are you doing? Oh. <laughs> Tot. So I think mom is pressuring girlfriend to have a baby, and girlfriend went to boyfriend and got him to try to agree to having a baby. And boyfriend was like, I don't want babies, so I'm going to show her what a baby is like. Like? No, he, he did. He was open to the idea, though. Well, he it's, says it's, he was open. He's, uh, he wasn't open. That was fully intentions on, uh, look, mm-mm. I'm going to show her why. Mom wants a grandchild. Girlfriend likes the idea of a baby. Yeah. But the reality of a baby, she didn't like. Yeah, and you guys, you guys know that for sure. You guys oh had to God. deal with two of them at the same time. What? Well, around the, the same time. Well, the thing is, like, Aaron was a great baby. Aaron slept through the night, like, three days after we brought him home from the hospital. I mean, he, he, he was never a problem. You were the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you cried for three months straight, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> you may tell you how shitty of a person I was to your mother one night. You're willing to say that on the podcast, where it's going to probably be stuck on the internet for the rest of your life. Got tired. Of, you, like you know how much I hate driving. Mm-hmm. I got so irritated because you wouldn't stop crying. I drove back to Waco one night from Texas. I mean, from East Texas. Just so your mother would be the one sitting in the back seat dealing with you. That's why I drove. Mm. And he hates driving. That's why you now, left that job where you were gone driving for like a week straight. So you just once, hate driving. Once you hit about four months. Oh, yeah. Like you were. It Smooth was like, sailing. Like night and day. But you had to get over that first three months. And I, and I don't know what it was. I don't know if you had colic, but I remember... I think he was just an asshole. I, <laughs> I remember holding you. Like, like we were sitting in bed, or I was sitting in bed, and I remember holding you, and you were crying, and I was crying. And I just, I was, like, at the end of my rope. I didn't know what to do. And I, I, was, I was just... <laughs> I think you were at work, because I was still home on maternity leave. And I laid you across my stomach. You were, you were face down, and I laid you across my stomach. And that was the only thing I could do that would get that would stop you from crying. Mm. And that you and we sure just, that wasn't because of suffocation. No, it, it had it had to do with the the noises that my stomach made. Like that's what your little baby brain needed to hear. Mm. And your stomach on my stomach, and it was warming your stomach up, and it was whatever was going on with your little gut because that that's what that's what you like. Your stomach was hurting, and so that was the only thing that helped you. And <laughs> the dancing skeleton on the big screen up there. Yeah, you 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 were rough for a little while. You I were mean, a cute it was baby. Entirely fine. You were entire. You were an extremely cute baby. Aaron looked like a little alien. When he was I, born. I feel like nobody should be allowed to say babies are cute. No, babies look like potatoes. No. <laughs> have you seen? No, you have seen what a baby looks like. But I I need you to have a refresher. On what a baby looks like. Oh, no, they're ugly as hell. I but know. You, you were actually, they look like aliens. You were actually a cute baby. Wasn't he? Lies. Yeah. He was a cute baby. And that I'm not saying lies. that because you're my kid. I'm saying, you know, you were actually a cute baby. Lies upon lies. <laughs> this is a lasagna of lies. <laughs> Am I the asshole for making up a date to not babysit my nephew? <laughs> <laughs> and we just got a off of trying to get away from not <laughs> dealing with the baby too. 
That sounds like he probably had a prior commitment to watch said nephew for a certain... This person had a prior commitment to watch said nephew at a certain point in time. Hmm. And then rethought about what that was going to mean (laughs) and be. And it's like, I got to find a way out of this. I denied my sister the option to take care of my nephew today. For context, the sister wanted me to take care of my nephew so she could go with my mom shopping. I don't have the best relationship with none of them due to the fights in the past where my parents have always wanted to benefit my sister just because she's a single mom. Yesterday, she got a membership from a shop, the kind you have to pay to get. And today, while I was working, I noticed that she had got it, so I asked if if she could come with me to the store to get something I really wanted to buy. And she said no, since the membership was hers, and I needed to buy one for myself. It's not the first time she's done that kind of thing. However, if she gets anything she wants, she would not share. However, when you have to... When you have something, you have to share it with her because she always needs something from you. I got out of work and lay down on my bed while watching TV. I had nothing planned for the day except for chilling in my room. I noticed that while she was getting ready to go out, however, my nephew was still in PJs. (coughs) Excuse me. Bless you, bless you. Excuse me. So I ask... Bless you. Goodness. I ask, are you going out? When she mentioned that she and my mother were just about to go out shopping, I said, are you taking your kid or are you planning on leaving it here alone? She looked at me and said, well, you're not going anywhere, so he'll stay with you. At that moment, I decided to tell her I was going out with one of my friends and was not able to take care of her kid. With a horrible attitude, she started to get my nephew ready. She was screaming at him and she was just moody. I really don't have anything to do. I'm still laying down in my bed while they're out. Please take in mind that this has happened several times. They go shopping or go to have fun. They'll just leave my nephew with me to take care of him. I don't really have an issue with it most of the time, but I think if you're trying to get a favor from someone, at least ask. (laughs) Am I being selfish and mean? No. No. (laughs) They should have at least asked if you were to take care of them. Yeah, I agree. They're just, like, (laughs) forcing it upon you. Like, what kind of jerk are you that you're going to be like, well, you're, you're here, you can take care of my kid? No. No, that's wrong. Yeah. Not an asshole on that one. Definitely not I an asshole. I feel like I would not be able to ever be trusted in that situation, ever. Because I would 100% just leave while they're gone. Yeah. They're like, oh, what? you left my kid here alone? I know your kid was here. You left. I assumed you took it with you. Okay, I've got one last one. Let's see. Am I the asshole for making my fish tank off-limits to my boyfriend's son? No. Hmm? Absolutely <laughs> fucking again? not. Reread that again? No, 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 Am no. I the asshole for making my fish tank off-limits to my boyfriend's son? No, no, no. I'm 24. My boyfriend is 30. His son is 13. And my brother is 12. I have a five-gallon for my betta fish. I take pride in the home that I've built for him and enjoy taking care of the tank because I have a busy life and it's peaceful for me. For those who know fish and aquariums, my tank includes a sponge filter and a heater for my little buddy, as well as live plants and decor. There's a glass top for the tank. I do weekly maintenance on the water, including testing and water and including testing and weekly water changes. I've never had a fish before, so I had done a ton of research on properly caring for him in the tank. They do very good research. You don't do a water change every week. 25 to 30% water changes is what she says. Yeah, but you don't do that every week. Well, that's what she does. 
<laughs> then he has uh, a beta. You don't have to do that. No, beta. you don't have to do that with a beta. When was the last time that our betas was? We're not going to talk about my poor beta. I'm going to I'm going to take care of him today. As soon as we finish this, I'm going to take care of him. I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah, you don't even have any water to put back in it. Yes, I do. When was the last time he was fed? Uh, yesterday. Thank you very much. About a month ago, my boyfriend's son and my brother were at my house when we were at work. I told them to not worry about feeding the fish or the cat because they're on feeding schedules. Feed my fish twice a day and give him a couple of pellets over one to two minutes to make sure I'm not overfeeding him. Now, feeding a beta twice a day is too much. <laughs> that is way too much feeding on that food. But anyway, when I come home from work, I see that my fish tank is full of food. It was everywhere. All over the gravel, the plants, the decor spread across the top. It looked like hundreds of pellets were in there. I was livid and told my boyfriend that he needed to speak with his son. His son tried to blame my brother, but I have cameras in the house and went through them to prove that my boyfriend that it was his son. My brother was in the son's room. My boyfriend told his son to not feed the fish again, and I spoke with my brother to remind him that it's off limits, just so they were both reminded. Last week, it happened again. The son told my boyfriend that he did it because the fish, quote, looked hungry. The fish tank was filled with food all over the place. I was so upset that I could not even react, and I spent an hour cleaning the tank without speaking to anyone, in tears from how upset I was. My boyfriend tried to talk to me, and I told him that moving the tank that I'm moving the tank from the living room to the bedroom during the time his son is here to ensure that the tank is not messed with. My boyfriend told me I'm being an asshole, and I'm going to make his son feel bad when he sees that the fish tank is not in the living room. I told my boyfriend that it is not fair to me that I have to take the blame and be the bad guy because his son will not listen. I have no problems with his son. We aren't very close, but I'm always nice to him, and I often take him and my brother out for play dates while my boyfriend is working. I don't know why he would do this to the tank after I politely told him to please not mess with the tank. Am I the asshole for wanting to move the tank in our bedroom so it is off limits during the time his son is at our house? No. Nope. Not a bit. I wouldn't have been that nice about it. Listen here, you little motherfucker. You touch my fish tank again, you I'm I'm beat your ass. You gonna pull back a nub. You don't touch my damn fish tank. Now she could have gotten a little bit smarter and then just not have the food to where it was accessible to the child. Yeah. Or make it to where he can't even get the food into there via something too heavy for him to be able to pick up like atop it so it can't be um, opened up or anything. Well, the I'm kids not like it's a baby. I mean, I'm wondering she could move, I'm sure. I'm wondering if she had moved the food if he wouldn't have put something else in the tank. Because That's true. this this kind of sounds malicious. Yeah, spiteful. Yeah, the kid is doing it just to fuck with her because he knows that that beta is important to her. So I wonder it makes me wonder about dad. It makes me wonder Number one, how many girlfriends has he subjected this kid to? And what kind of relationship does this kid have with his mother? Because a little spiteful-ass kid like that. I mean, he... Mm-mm. <laughs> uh-uh. No. Yeah. But not the asshole. Not the asshole. No, for sure. That's the last one I had. Oh, okay. You have anything you want to talk about, kiddo? Not really. Well, you said there was some stuff last time you want to talk about, but you didn't get a chance to. Oh yeah, it was the Dark Tide build that I had made. Okay. Uh, on Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, it's a pretty new game that came out. There's one of the classes. It's the tank class called Ogren. <laughs> He's the big beefy dude that pretty much specializes in melee. Okay. 
And the build that I have running, it's specifically meant to make bosses the easiest enemies in the game. Because one of the weapons that I have, it's a shield and hammer. Okay. The secondary attack for the shield makes me slam it into the ground and I do not take damage. From pretty much all melee sources other than bullets. Or like bullets are the only thing that can get through it. Okay. And one of the abilities I have makes it to where uh, if an enemy melee hits me or hits my shield um, while I'm blocking, then it uh, taunts them, which makes them run up to me and engage in melee combat, which then taunts them again. This works on bosses. So what I'll do is I'll run up, I'll aggro the boss onto me, and then sit there and block him the entire time. <laughs> and they are forced to melee attack me the entire fight. And if and there's some times where it just doesn't work, and it like glitches, and it stops aggroing them. So I'll just run up to them, hit them a bunch of times, and then taunt them again. Nice. Because I have an ability that makes all enemies around me get taunted. Mm-hmm. By like a long radius. So basically you force the mechanics of the game to act in a way that you wanted them to. Yes. Not to, in a way that they were designed to. <laughs> yes. That's pretty fucking cool. I broke I basically <laughs> break There's this one enemy in the game called a demon host. Or a demon host? Mm-hmm. A demon ho? Demon host. Um, it... You can tell that it's there because it's got a bunch of fog everywhere, and it's like a crying person in the middle of the fog. Mm -hmm. You get close enough to it or damage it, it wakes up and starts attacking. It's stronger than the majority of the actual bosses in the game. And whenever it downs somebody, it insta-kills them. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's got a mechanic called capturing, where it sends your teammate to one of these pedestals around the map, that's ahead of your current progress, mm-hmm. and you have to go in and save them. And the demon host instantly does that whenever you get knocked down and leaves. But what I can do is I can just taunt it and then sit there with my shield up, and it makes it the easiest enemy in the game. Oh, sweet. And there's just nothing anything can do against it <laughs> because I'm pretty much immortal while in that state. But the only thing that's able to damage me is a curse mm-hmm. meter, which is just lowers your max HP, but it cannot bring your max HP to zero. Right. So I can sit there on one HP until I get to a healing station that gets rid of the curse. <laughs> so I can just run through an entire match just being an immortal god, pretty much. Nice. See, that kind of sounds like the uh, popular build on Diablo 4 right now for Season 2. Because it's been the druid. And partially the necro that was like way overpowered. This season, there's a build because you have demonic powers now. And you get the right ones along with a build for this lightning sorcerer. And you get the right aspects for it. <laughs> the shit's fucking broken. <laughs> I mean, because you call on those lightning balls and you get an aspect to where the lightning ball goes around you. Mm-hmm. But with certain aspects and certain demonic powers, 
you can go into a room where there's a bunch of people, you teleport into the middle, one aspect pulls everybody into you. Your next move is you do a frost attack that slams onto the ground and either freezes or makes everyone close to you vulnerable, which mm-hmm. means they take more damage, which is everything because it pulls it to you. Then you hit another move that is your, it's called unstable currents, and which increases all your lightning damage, which procs some of your demonic powers to activate as well. And then you basically sit there and just hold down your basic attack button, and then you hit your deal for your 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 lightning ball. Mm-hmm. But it increases everything so fast with your demonic powers, with your attack speed and your energy regeneration and all that stuff. The I don't think it was originally designed to be able to have up to 12 of these balls circling around you. <laughs> oh my. And you go into a room and like you're trying to see how much damage you do to somebody. You know, you'll hit somebody and bam, it'll pop up, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was using the whirlwind barbarian, twenty thirty thousand hit. Mm-hmm. I started going the hammer of ancients with overpower. I'm, I had some pop up for like six point four million. Mm-hmm. This one, not mine, has not got all the right stuff yet. But this ball, <laughs> especially when there's a group of them, you can't see how much damage you're doing. Because the numbers are popping up on the screen so fucking fast. <laughs> I can tell it's around twenty or thirty thousand, but that's each of those balls doing that much damage. Repeatedly. But at but the ball moves slow <clears throat> and it travels through people. Mm-hmm. So that one ball might hit somebody three times before it gets past them. Mm-hmm. Before it finishes shocking them. But when you've got 12, you may end up having two or three of them hitting this person at the same time or more, depending on how big of a person you're fighting. So you might have like five hitting this boss at the same time, all hitting for about twenty to 30,000 apiece. Like, fast. Mm-hmm. We did a world boss earlier. There was four of us in our group, all running the same freaking build. Went to the world boss. It started. It was over. Uh, you know, the, the, the one, I think you fought him. I think you even fought him for me once. The big one that has, like, the hammer and drags around the uh, chest. Mm-hmm. You do so much damage to it, and it'll go through a portal and come somewhere else. And then after so much damage, it goes through another portal and comes out to a different spot. It didn't even have time to make a portal. <laughs> That's how quickly this thing just melted. I mean, you can watch the like the health bar. It just looks like you just somebody just hit the backspace button on it. Damn. And it does it to everything. <laughs> do you think? Do you think each yeah, of the orbs damages every single tick? Yes. 
Oh, okay. That make that well, well, makes later this afternoon when I get on again, and I'm gonna go to a group of enemies and use this thing, and you can see the numbers on the screen. You can't keep up with them. Mm. It's it's freaking insane. So everybody's trying to get in on it because they, you know, that they're gonna eventually nerf the shit. Of course. You know. Because they way overpowered. The good thing. They way overpowered the druid last season. It got over, I think, around sixty nerfs before this season. Sixty. Yeah, sixty different small nerfs here and there and stuff. So it's still a really good character, really good strong build. But this lightning ball sorcerer is—it's fucking insane. <laughs> it really is. But I'm liking this season too with the whole you can go do this event or whatever to get these things that you need to call in a certain boss and then you can get these other things to call in this other boss but then when you put then you get stuff from this boss and you get stuff from that boss and when you combine that stuff together then you get to go fight like what's called a like an uber boss where you can get better stuff from it and so you can like okay well i'm needing this certain thing from my build and you can look on a list and say, okay, well, this this is the boss that's more likely to drop it. Mm-hmm. So you go through your steps to farm a specific piece of loot that you're trying to get now. And so it's pretty cool. And they have what's called even the Uber Uniques. It's even more, because like last season, chances are anyone I played with didn't know anybody that ever saw an Uber Unique. But they have them this season. Yeah. All the time. Not all the time. But just more often. But they, but the the developers and everything, you know, they're doing one of their fireside chats or whatever. And they were like, you know, you or someone you know is going to have a, a Uber unique. Mm-hmm. And then one of the guys I played with got one yesterday, mm-hmm. and I got one today. Oh, nice, nice. I'm gonna guess like they're super powerful compared yeah. to everything else. Yeah. It's I got the two handed slashing sword for my uh, barbarian. It's like it's the best sword in the game. It's like the two-handed sword that everybody wants for whatever build uses a two-handed sword. Nice. I'm I'm very tempted to download that game again and see if I can make a good uh, Necromancer build. Yeah. Well, it's a lot easier this season, too, because they increased the XP gains by 40%. Oh, okay. 40%'s a lot. Yeah. So it's not quite the... The slog that it was last season, which is nice. Like last season, wasn't it like it took the same amount of time to get from eighty to a hundred no. that it took to get from well, it was, to eighty? It took as long to get from zero to eighty-five as it did to get from eighty-five to a hundred. So, like when you got to level eighty-five, you're basically halfway there. That's crazy. And it's still not much different than that, but. Now it's like, however long it takes you to get to about level 70. Because they said now it's like, in season one, what it took you to get to level 70 is what it takes you to get to 100 this time. Mm-hmm. It's a hell of a lot quicker. That's good. Yeah. So you can actually get to that 100, and if you want to say, you know what, it's, I got, I'm going to go start me another character, which is what I did. Or, you know what, now that I've got to 100, bam, I want to start trying to see how strong I can get this damn thing. It's making the game a lot more enjoyable. And they added in a lot more stuff, too, because they had to do something because they lost way too many of their players. They lost almost... 
they 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 did lose ninety nine percent of the people in the last two months or last month and a half of season one. They had lost ninety nine percent of their streamers that were Damn. streaming that game. Really? Yes. That's not good. No, because streamers is what. That's what keeps the game going. Yeah, because people are like, oh man, I want to try this game. I saw this this one of my favorite streamers started playing. I want to try it. Mm-hmm. And that's how. That's like your advertising now, you know. Yeah. And when you lose all your streamers, your game's done. And so now they're even talking about, you know, even before this season came out, they said, all right, this is what we're doing for this season. We know everybody wants a new character, but we don't have time to do that for this season. We're supposed to get a new character to come in on season three. Okay. And I'm trying to remember what they said it was. I don't remember what it was now. But it was, it, it's, it's going to be comparable to one of the uh, characters from, like, Diablo 2 or something, I think. When I hear the name, like, I'll ask the guys later. They'll say, oh, it's supposed to be this character. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. But I don't remember what it was. But It's supposed to be kind of like an assassin-type mm-hmm. character. Sort of That'd like the rogue, but more sneaky. It's going to be along the lines of the rogue, I guess, maybe. I'd love to see a character but that with just different powers. Special, I would love to see a character that specializes in guns. Well, well they have an art. Of, I mean, it, a lot of these builds <clears throat> are very similar to D and D. Yes. So you can have a gun build. You can have an artificer, artificer, artificer. Are artificers anyway, literally just guys with guns? Is that pretty much what they are? Essentially, yeah. So that's what Alex's build is in the Spelljammer game that we're running right now that he's running an artificer build um and that's why his character has guns yeah which he's a he's a a four-handed uh four-handed insectoid insect insectoid 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 whatever um anyway he's a bug he's 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 not an arachnid because he looks like a grasshopper um, <laughs> but he's a, he's a four-handed uh, bug, and he's got a shield in one hand and like three guns in the other hand. <laughs> I would I would love to see just like a character in D anD D that's just a gunslinger. Yeah, like I with mean, four like six shooters. That that's or like a bunch of six shooters. You can you can do that. You can you can run that on a on a pirate build. You can run that on a artificer build you can run that on there, there's a bunch of different builds you can you can run but now it's a single shot weapon it's not like a repeating shot yeah. you know so like with each turn you fire your weapon and then drop it and go to the next weapon really yeah because it's just a single shot gun mm. but yeah they're they're because you you can get you can get like multi-shot guns but i think those are like specialized specialized equipment that you have to have um you know to move to move through the game like you have to find something like that or or you have to be gifted something like that Mm -hmm. you you can't just start out with a multi-shot weapon but anyway well that's all i had to talk about this week you guys have anything else i'm good I'm watching Kansas City lose the shit out of this game. <laughs> I can't believe they're getting beat 21 to 9 to the fucking Denver Broncos. <laughs> 6 and 1 Kansas City is getting beat 21 to 9 by the 2 and 5 Denver Broncos. 
mean by two and five? Like, what is it? They've won. They've five? won two games and they've lost five games. So they played That's seven they games and, and they only won two of them. And the the six and one, they've won six games and lost one. They're about to be six and two here. <laughs> It's just weird how shit like that happens sometimes. So. Denver sucks this year. How are the how are the Chiefs losing to them? Well, it's like Dallas. And they sometimes when they play shitty teams. They play down to their level. That's true. That is true. And that is that is a big failure with Dallas. They rise to the level of the team they're playing, or lower to the level. Well, you know. <laughs> All right. Well. I'm calling it for the week. All We've been right. doing this for almost two hours now. Holy shit. I know. Yeah. <laughs> One hour and 47 we minutes. probably explain why they were messaging me. Yes, probably. Uh, but so anyway, we, if we you want to... We spent wanna... the last two days gathering materials. Uh-huh. That we're supposed to get on tonight and fight Uber bosses. Oh, And go for Uber and Eeks, and so that's probably why... Is that See, what they're... We're farming for the eggs now in separate lobbies to do it faster since the only person that summons the boss gets the eggs. Yeah, that's one thing. Like, when y'all go in, you have to put the stuff in an altar. Mm-hmm. And only the person that get that puts the stuff in the altar actually gets it. So they've actually split up into three, so they're all three going and doing <laughs> it. So they're getting more eggs so we could go do the other boss to get the shards. Because we have to use... This you, is very complicated. Yeah, you do hell tides to get a thing called living steel. You... Use these other three body parts with a malignant heart to kill Vershawn. And then use living steels to kill this other boss, which is where you get a shard. When you kill Vershawn, you get the egg. Then you have to have the eggs and the shards to go fight the Uber boss. So okay. you have to do one thing to be able to fight this boss. You do another thing to be able to fight this boss. And then when you beat those bosses, you use the stuff you get from them to fight the other boss. I gotcha. <laughs> so, so it's a process. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's pretty cool. All right. Well, if you want to get us on the socials, I'm at Cricket Shay on just about everything except for Instagram and threads where I'm Cricket Shay, the number one. So you can get me there. Um, I'm also on TikTok as Cricket Shay and the Transparent Transparent. You can find me there. Please come track me down. If you have my phone number, you can text me. Please don't track me down. <laughs> don't don't track That'd down. That'd be kind of creepy. Don't track down. I'm Parker. a child. <laughs> We're calling it for the week. We love you. Bye. <laughs>